Well, good afternoon, everybody. It is a big weekend here in Murfreesboro with it being homecoming. And it all starts off tonight on the athletic side with the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Sam Doughton, uh, staff writer for GoBlueRaiders.com, is uh, joining me today. And Sam, quick touch on the Hall of Fame ceremony tonight. Doors open at 630 in the auxiliary gym. Great class going in this year. Three men, three women. And the, the class spans over 40 years of Blue Raider athletics. Absolutely, Chip. That's definitely one of my favorite things about this class is it's a really nice mix of people who were recently became eligible. You know, there's a 10 year waiting period to be just be eligible for the Blue Raider Hall of Fame. And there's a couple of folks that, that brush right up against that measurement. And there's some folks that have been waiting their turn a very long time. Some of the pioneers for some of our programs on campus, uh, both for softball and for women's basketball are getting their chance. So really exciting class. We're really excited to share that. Um, with, with a lot of uh, the Hall of Famers and their families tonight. And like you said, 6.30 in the Auxiliary Gym of the Murphy Center tonight, if anybody wants to check out check that out. Of course, tomorrow, a lot of activity, the uh, parade beginning at 11 o'clock, but the main event, 6 o'clock, Middle Tennessee and Colorado State. Very interesting matchup uh, because, you know, I think after the Murray State game last week, everybody went home and watched Colorado State and they go, oh, my goodness, are they better than they were a year ago? Oh, absolutely. I think that was very evident. I mean, I know I was watching the game so much that I was, you know, writing my little sidebar and, you know, probably took me a little longer than I would, would like to write it because I was so plugged into to what the Rams were doing uh, to Deion Sanders in Colorado. But a much improved team, particularly in the trenches, really good offensive line uh, growth from last season. You know, last year, Middleton, he had nine sacks against the Rams in Fort Collins. Uh, don't think that will be the case in Murfreesboro this year, given some of the guys they've got they've brought in. Um, but a lot of returning talent as well that has grown with the team in that time. So much improved group from Jay Norvell this year. Yeah, and also Middle got off to a great start, had a pick six on the first or second snap of the game, and that kind of set the tone. But, uh, you know, they've gotten it, – it's interesting offensively, they are uh, – they're pushing 80% pass to 20% run. Uh, you don't see that very often. No, you don't, Chip. You know, they're, they're from the same air raid tree adjacent that Middle Tennessee's coordinator, Mitch Stewart, is. You know, Matt Mummy's their quarterback coach, uh, son of Hal Mummy, who basically started that whole tree by himself. And uh, they lean more to the, the Mike Leach extreme of it, where they're barely even thinking about running the football. And that'll provide a, a significant challenge for Middle Tennessee, particularly, you know, how to match up with that. Are they going to go even more dime than they do. I mean, they're already in a lot of nickel, but are, they gonna, are we going to have you know six, seven DBs on the field? It's something you could see this weekend. Also, and in, in, in because of that, uh, one of the reasons is uh, we may be seeing the best receiver we'll see all year tomorrow. Oh, Torrey Holton, who uh, went off against Middle Tennessee last year, was really the only reason the Colorado State looked to be in the game late after Middle jumped out to a 34-0 lead in Fort Collins last year. But he had you know, nine catches, 180-something yards, three touchdowns against the Blue Raiders. He's only gotten better, only gotten faster. Uh, has been a point of emphasis in practice this week. Uh, our, our equipment guy here at Milton C. Larry Maples, has made a special number 14 jersey for practice so that the scout team could follow Horton on every single play. Uh, Middle Tennessee obviously does not have a number 14 on the roster because that was Teddy Morris's number, which is retired correct. by the Blue Raiders. So I had to make a special jersey this week to make sure that Horton was zeroed in on the scout plan, and, and he's somebody certainly to watch on the other side of the ball. Well, it's going to be an interesting day for sure. In Middle Tennessee, I think their biggest key is they've got to clean up their game from last week 
if they get that done, I think, you know, they're going to have a, have a decent shot against a really good non-conference foe. Uh, absolutely, Chip. You know, I think Nick Vadiato and the, the Monday presser, you and I were at, talked about how that's been, it's been a point of emphasis for this team after every single week so far. Like, hey, we got to cut out the penalties that, that we can cut out, the false starts, the, you know, personal fouls, the, the types of stuff you can prevent. Obviously, you know, you, you can't prevent every holding, you can't prevent every pass interference necessarily. But all those pre-snap and post-snap extracurriculars, you, you've got to cut out. And that's something that Colorado State's focused on this week. You know, I think they, they had, you know, over a dozen against Colorado as well. And I know that's something that, that they thought that if they had cut that out, they would have had a chance to pull the upset on probably the biggest stage that program's ever played. So definitely a big point of emphasis for both teams, but particularly for the Blue Raiders this weekend. All right, pregame coverage at 4.30 on the Blue Raider Network, kickoff just after 6 o'clock on the Blue Raider Network, which includes WGNS. Have a great weekend.